Right, let's go. What's up, everyone? Welcome to On The Raps, episode 5. Week 5, we're staying consistent uh, with myself, Dara, if it's your first time listening. This podcast is based on my mixtape. Um, I wrote 10 songs for the mixtape, mostly rap, a few melodies, a bit of R&B, a few choruses in there, singing. Um, I have a feature as well, DB, on track 9, uh, Late Nights, if you want to have a listen. Uh, there's 10 tracks anyway, so... The first 10 episodes of this podcast are covering the, the first 10 tracks. So each podcast is one track. I'm going to go through the lyrics, the story, the inspiration. Um, If you can hear that playing overhead. That's mad. Or it sounds like a helicopter actually, if you can hear that. I'd say it's can. We'll, we'll see back in the, or listen back to the audio, but yeah. Uh, I haven't got headphones on at the minute, so I actually can't hear how it, how it actually sounds on this, but hopefully it's all good. If you hear a bit of external noise, just ignore it. Um, you might hear a few people going past or whatever. Um, still working on making the sound better as I can each week. And yeah, hopefully it's all good and you can hear me nice and crisp. So um, yeah, as I was saying, um, each week I'm going to go through a song, the lyrics. So this week we're on track number five. And that song is Memories. Um, this is uh, a single that I released back in March of last year. So it's actually out nearly a year, which is mad to think the time flies by. But um, I'm going to tell you it's the story of that song. It's a, it's an emotional song. It's a tribute song to, to tell me friends um, that have sadly passed away. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a story about them. And... Yeah, I'm going to tell you all about that, but before we get into that, we're going to go a bit lighthearted because we're going to get deep with this song. I want to tell you about a little story about something that happened to me only the other day. So, um, I was in work and I was in the van, um, helping out or whatever, but when you're in the van, the radio is on, uh, and obviously 98FM is spinning on the radio. And they come on and, and I kept hearing this cash machine ad all day. If anyone doesn't know the F or the ninety eight FM cash machine does a, a number in the pot. If you if you send a text in, you can put an entry in for yourself to win however much money is in the pot. It could be ten grand, twenty grand. Uh, somebody actually won hundred and twenty grand there last week, I think. So I kept hearing this ad and I was thinking, is this some sort of sign? And then I was gripped by the thought of winning the money and the winnings at the time was actually 26 grand I think it was 26,000 euro which I was I had it spent in my head I had it spent already and that's um anyway I, I entered it I entered it twice because you get one free if you enter it twice so I entered it three times for the price of two 250 a text sent in and of course I didn't win the odds were stacked against me, <laughs> you know what I mean, but, yeah, anyway, I just learned by that, that, uh, gambling has a certain feeling, and a certain, the thought of winning is where the, the dopamine hit comes from before you even win, so it's like a false dopamine hit that's going, uh, into some part of your brain, and it's stimulating, um, them, that, that word part of your brain that's, that's making your eyes kind of, open wider and uh, you're kind of chasing that win but I don't think I'll enter that again Um, it'd be nice to win but just every week the money it adds up even 
she was talking about gambling actually when I was younger like and, and all the boys start doing accumulators or whatever and uh, when they start doing accumulators I'm just gonna stick this laptop on charge before we go dead and this thing and knock off so yeah I'm about to whacking that on charge there but anyway when the boys start doing accumulators um, in the bookies you pick 10 teams or something or 8 teams however many teams you want to try and uh, predict the the outcome of each game and, and win a few quid now it'd be only 2 euros 3 euros tops a fiver maybe you'd put on um, to try and win a bit of money back for yourself and it was that the thought of winning was and then obviously if you, if you had a, um, a high number to win uh, a, high, a high value of money to win that would be unbelievable as well which, w- which would be making you kind of go back and do more bits when the matches were on Champions League uh, Premier League at the weekend but I only ever won I think 16 euro and it was the four favourites like Man City Liverpool you know maybe United at the time when they were actually decent uh, slight dig they are coming back <laughs> but anyway so I, I kind of cut my toys with gambling and then Cheltenham came around the next year I was only about probably 16, 17 and then Cheltenham came around and the boys were all going around betting on Cheltenham or whatever and uh, you had the likes of uh, Ruby Walsh and that I think in the race and all and I think in that specific race Ruby Walsh fell off his horse or you had a bit of money on Ruby Walsh and when he fell it was like this does, does no luck coming my way when it comes to gambling and putting money on things so I'm going to call it quits and then I got caught out with this cash machine because I hit that same part of my brain that was wanting to win get that dopamine hit and spent that imaginary few quid that I had in my pocket before I even won it so that's what happens with gambling so you have to be very careful if you are uh, if you are gambling or whatever and try not to lose too much money and uh, kind of try and know when to stop so you don't leave yourself broke and, and you're just constantly chasing, chasing, chasing lucky enough I didn't get in too deep with it so yeah happy enough with that but yeah that's my little gambling gambling story um, tell you about that and then obviously last week I mentioned I'm going back to the gym and that trying to go uh, after work every day it's working out well at the minute I have a nice routine bring the gym back with me to work throw a bit of food in it you know so I'm not buying buying rolls and that even though I have actually bought uh, one or two rolls while I had a lunch with me just I don't know just the kind of urge to get a roll kind of um kind of came over me and possessed me in that sense and and I had to just feed into that urge and get a get a nice chicken filler roll bit of lettuce bit of, bit of mayo sometimes throw a bit of sweet corn on it some people don't some people don't mess with the sweet corn on a chicken filler roll but I personally think it adds a bit of crunch to it which is alright but anyway different strokes for different folks as they say but yeah um, talking about the gym Last week I said I, had, I took an L trying to get into the gym. My card wouldn't work, and I was kind of standing there uh, waiting for somebody to to give me a dig out to get me into the gym. Like we had no uh, we we had no L's this week. We got in alright. See that's when you come uh, through that barrier. That's the first the first win of that session is getting through the barrier and getting into the gym for me anyway. So we got through that this week, and yeah, happy with that. But um. Yeah, that's all my little kind of stories and observations. I like throwing in a little one or two little observations at the start of each podcast to kind of keep it a nice balance to it where it's not just the song. And um, obviously I tell stories that come to me throughout the song. Like this isn't planned or it's not scripted or anything. Like I might write words down that I kind of think I'll talk about and stuff, but I don't be writing full on scripts to keep the podcast going. I'm trying to 
kind of be me be myself and whatever comes to mind um and i'm really enjoying it as well at the minute so i hope you are enjoying it too it would be great if if any could share it or send it to people that you think might um take interest in this podcast and um yeah we'll see where we go in future um and yeah keep going with the songs for now so we're on track five and there's five more tracks to go before we we probably change the direction um but we're gonna keep the momentum going in this direction for the time being so i'm gonna open the phone now i'm gonna go into my notes i'm gonna type in memories i have this fear that when i look for the lyrics that they're like gone or deleted or something because some of them are from quite long ago you know before I get into this, I'm going to just take a little sip of my tea, a little cup of tea. We're a cup of tea you now. I'd go for tea bag in first. If you don't put the tea bag in first, I think there's, there's something dodgy going on there. But tea bag in first, then two, two kind of small spoonfuls of sugar, like a teaspoon of sugar, obviously. But like I kind of like to keep, to keep the sugar level with the spoon so the dip in the spoon is kind of a straight line across um, with the level of sugar that I throw in I don't know why I know it sounds mad and, and like probably awkward but I feel like that's the the best kind of um, formation of, of sugar and, and tea bag and, and milk and, and hot water or whatever in the same cup that produces the best taste so that's what I do two sugars in then obviously boiling water Store it around, store it around for about 20 30 seconds. Lift the tea bag into the bin, store back around, bit of milk in, and your rosy, rosy lee cup of tea. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I throw that. But when I throw the milk in now, I throw like, like not too much milk, not too milky. When when the milk is overbearing the actual tea, I can't drink it, it's it doesn't, um, doesn't sit well on my taste buds. So anyway, yeah, strong enough tea. That's probably irrelevant, but let me know how you like your tea. You might make it a bit different to me. You might think the way I make it is probably disgusting. Or you might think it's great and you might try it and you might be like, Jesus, that's the change of my life. Let me know anyway. But we're going to get straight into it. So memories, verse 1. Moments happen in front of your eyes every second. We don't be deep in it or take it in as we're collecting. Minutes torn into hours don't mean that we're neglecting. The best times take us years to make us hit reflection. Remind us trigger flashbacks. Now the moment's feeling like a way bigger timestamp. Mount Brown Hill, no brakes and dodging speed ramps. Made it to the bottom, not a scratch, how'd you keep calm? The photos and the videos are treasure to us now. Get to see our face, hear our voice speaking loud. If you had a choice, bring it back, tell me now. No doubt you've... Oh, sorry. If you had a choice, bring it back, tell me how. No doubt you feel proud when you're looking right down. Family and friends always grateful to know you as you were even when you weren't an angel. You know what I mean, pushing buttons on a wind-up. Scheming something out with nothing, it was all love. We remember the moments and they mean the most. Trusting you and your guidance as you're keeping close. Speaking to us in silence, I can hear you all. Any thunder and lightning, that's you I know. Sorry for the little screw up there through the verse, but I hope you've got the gist of that. Um... I hope you even heard the song as well. It's out a while if you want to go and, and listen to it on the Dara DM memories. Um, Dara DM on, on Instagram as well if you want to check that out. D-A-R-R-A-D-O-E-M and you'll find all the stuff there got to do with the podcast and the, and the music and stuff. But back to the song, um, that was the first verse. I'm going to go through it and try and, 
try and take what I can and try and tell you kind of what my thinking process was and where I was at the time when I was um, going through it. So when I'm talking about moments, moments happening in front of your eyes every second, I know it sounds like kind of not much, but literally every single second there's something happening. Even if you're sitting in your room still, even if you're listening to something, even if you don't feel like you're doing anything at all, there's something going on in your brain. Even when you're asleep, your subconscious is overworking. When you're dreaming or when you're having nightmares, and then when you when you're awake, the external information is is coming into your brain, and your brain is processing that. However, however way it does, um, that's equivalent to your value system, and your experience, and your and your human nature as well. So, these moments, like at the time, we don't think that they're moments, but they are and I don't think we'll ever like there is moments you're in when you're when you're in it and you're like this is this is memorable I'm gonna remember this for the rest of my life or something like that it could be a concert it could be like um a holiday just a, an event that is kind of out of the ordinary for you that you're gonna remember for the rest of your life you're like or, or it could be just somewhere simple having a good time where there's not much happening you're just enjoying enjoying that time wherever you are with whoever whoever you are sometimes the people in your life create the moments and you don't have to act you just you know let them entertain you and and people you get on with and stuff so but it's great though when something happens and and you don't think it's really anything like but then when you look back and you relive that moment you're kind of like jesus that was that was something else or that was it could be tragic, it could be heartbreaking, it could be like unbelievable, it could be the best the best moment of your life. Especially when you go through loss and you lose someone. Um and when people aren't here anymore on earth, um it can be it can be tough to relive their moments, but you're grateful for them because they're priceless and timeless. Yet there's nothing you can do to to change that moment. It happened the way it did. And if you love that moment, that's a pure bonus. Like, I can't even describe to you some of some of the the memories that I think back to that were even just going to the shop. Like, just to have that person there with you was more than I could ever ask for. Now, if I had the chance to see them again, if you know what I mean. So that's where I'm going with that. And then I'm saying, I'm going with the moments again, saying minutes turn to hours, but it doesn't mean we're neglecting, we're just living through the minutes, you know what I mean? The minutes turn to hours, the hours, the days, the days, the months, and on and on and on. So we're just living and we're, we're taking in all these um, these things that are happening around us and we're not actually sure, we're not sure, but if you're that self-aware to know it's a moment, you're, you're in a, I think you're in a... Um, a high or a low percentage of people probably because even myself I don't feel like I take in as much as I should that's happening in front of me like even people are talking to or um, maybe some of the more elderly people in your life that, that you might not think you have much time left with um, are leaving you with little doses of wisdom and little doses of knowledge that you're taking in each time you see them and you don't even realise because we take these people for granted and that's the barriers that I'm trying to break through and trying to be more self-aware and, and in that moment, you know, taking it in as it's happening. So, 
again um, they feel like a way bigger timestamp when you think back it's like a dragged out version of, of what it actually was um, because you're, you're trying to live it and indulge in it and sponge it all up soak it all in go through every sense of that moment your, your smell your taste what you could see what you could hear around you um, you know all your senses come into play when you're going back to them times and you can you can really like almost feel it it's 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 a type of energy that it's it's like if you have a visual memory and you can see your memories and see them like in detail i feel like it adds to it now i don't know what it's like if you're somebody that that can't visualize that that their um, thoughts in their head or go back to times where they can actually see things and see people's faces and stuff but for me if i think hard enough we can go back to that actual time and feel the 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 presence of the people and feel like smell the air around me the aromas the the just just the the atmosphere that was going on at the time if you think hard enough because all these little moments leave you with these atmospheres and moments in the presence of people and it's only when you think hard that, that them them extra things come to you so want to move on down the verse here now so um so i said mount brown hill no brakes and dodging speed ramps made it to the bottom not a scratch how'd you keep calm so this line is is dedicated to to most of the boys in the flats and um it's a memory i have with, with a lot a lot of my friends that i had when i was younger um but uh, one of the one of the lads that um, tragically passed away, um, Adam Malone, he was um, he was definitely a bright spark and left a mark on a lot of people and, and affected a lot of people in a very positive way. Um, he was just one of them people that leaves kind of leaves a, a lasting impression on you, even if you knew if you knew him for a few minutes, you'd definitely remember him for the rest of your life. He was just one of them one of them characters and I'm sure a lot of people would agree with me that knew him you know that way and but he loved it, a bit of a thrill and stuff so when I talk about Mount Brown Hill that was a, a hill beside James beside our flats and um I remember going down the we used to go down the hill on like trolleys or like little um four-wheeler um pallet trolleys or kind of just just trolleys in general kind of thing even like you might get a shopping trolley the other time but going down that hill like there was no stopping you you know that way and and i'm saying like dodging speed ramps now controversially there's no speed ramps i don't think on mount brown hill but there is speed ramps in the lane uh in the flats which is which i spoke about uh, in an earlier episode i think i spoke about it in giuseppe episode episode two was it but anyway that that lane has ramps and stuff when the boys were going up on bikes or door bikes or even just normal mountain bikes or whatever but you'd want to be dodging the speed ramps to keep your speed up keep the needle up as high as you could like saying not slowing down for the speed ramps but then you get some people that wouldn't care and just go right over the speed ramps and crack the bumper like not a bother to them but i just remember adam especially sticking out in my head like going down mount brown hill on, on trolleys and stuff and trying to trying to stop um trying to stop with their feet and kind of almost grinding off the the soles of the sh- of your shoes kind of because you're going that fast and 
the concrete is just kind of tearing away at the sole of your of your shoe and I remember remember even look look like I remember even when I think back hard enough I remember looking at you you'd look at your shoes and you could see the bottom was, was gone nearly you know what I mean from trying to stop but you wouldn't care because like you're out in the flats and you're, you're with your friends and you're having a good time you know what I mean that's all that mattered at that moment and that's a moment that I'm talking about so I'm saying here um when you see photos and videos, they're treasure to us, and and when you see the person's face or whoever you're thinking about, um, or see a video of them where they where they're speaking and you can hear their voice, it's just it's that bit extra. It's not just a photo. It's not just a video anymore. It's pure treasure. It's pure gold. It's it's something that you'd want to hold on to forever, um, to remember, to remember that person and keep them with you. For as long as you can, try not to ever lose that that video or that photo, and that um, that's something that we uh, I know fans can be a burden on us and all, but that's something I kind of is a good thing I think about having having the smartphones now where you can just take the photo, take the video on the spot, and you have it there. You know that way. It's not like a, a rigmarole to to capture a, a, a moment of, or a certain a certain time with, with someone so just photos and videos are just that bit extra like you uh, bring you right back if you see them and um yeah and i'm i'm saying if we had a choice to bring you back tell me how because like you do anything you do anything to have the person back you know that way you have have them back with us on, on just for a conversation a cup of tea a walk whatever catch up because when when you don't have that option it's really and truly heartbreaking. Um and then I'm saying a little line here, um family and friends always grateful to know you as you were, even when you weren't an angel. So obviously he's an angel now up, up in the sky and wherever he is floating around, um I'm sure he's having a good time. Adam, but uh as I said, he he loved it with a thrill. He, he could be mischievous at times, you know. He remember as like in the flats, he like he loved he loved the uh, I feel like he like he just loved bringing a, a high energy, like high energy. You know that way. Like you'd never see him just kind of. I don't feel like I've, I've ever seen him kind of sitting in silence almost or in his own head. Uh, I feel like he was always uh, an extrovert out there, you know that way, wanting the trail, wanting the fun. You know, the the fun was where he was, do you get me? Like, so, it wasn't like he had to chase the fun or, or chase something to, or chase another individual even to kind of make himself have a good time. It was just in him, the energy was in him from, from I'm talking about early stages as well, like, like as a kid, like 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, through the early teenage years and all like that high energy always and uh, yeah so um, pushing buttons on a wind up you could wind you up you're great at winding people up great at messing you know that way and, and it was in a charming way you know it was in a way that it wouldn't be very personal or, or hurtful well not to me I'm only speaking from my experience but I feel like he was a very warm character um, and he could be he could take he could take the piss out of you like you know that way he knew how to wind people up which is something that comes with with Dublin folk as well. Like with us people from Dublin, I feel like we have that kind of wit about us, and we're able to give stick and get stick. Um, and that's kind of what builds 
builds the what do you call it like the the hard coin not not hard what am I saying um, it builds the I'm trying to think of that of that of that thick skin thick skin is what I was looking for thick skin is the word I was looking for uh, yeah so it builds it builds you it builds up the thick skin for you when you're when you're giving stick getting stick from a young age and stuff like that especially in the flats because people are ruthless people would rip into you like they'd slag they'd slag it like they'd go deep personally you know that way so you had to be able to take it and give it back so, um, just again finishing that verse, we we remember the moments we're trusting you and your guidance, we're keeping you close, you're speaking to us in silence, we can hear you, and any thunder and lightning, that's you. So, thunder and lightning isn't just thunder and lightning in, in the sky, it could be the energy of it, because thunder is such a, a, a feeling, you know, that way it's, it's a feeling as well as a, a noise or an occurrence. So, that thunder could be could be just a a memory or a photo or a video or anything like that uh, or just even thinking of them or something that reminds you of of the person um can bring you that kind of that feeling that presence so yeah that's the first verse we're going to go on to the chorus now and then following that with the second verse so the chorus is late at night we see you in our daydreams got us breathing your legacy and memories that you left us during childhood. Cheeky smile you had cared and a lot of love. Everyone that you met would say you could make a dark one a brighter day. One of a kind knowing you was a true blessing. Look at the sky see you shine as a true legend. So. Alongside um, Adam there's um, another one of our mates that passed away was, was Craig. Um, he. I. I spoke about Craig uh, in the first episode uh, Young Souls and and that was tragic unbelievable um, kind of the first probably death that ever ever really hit, ever hit me like hard you know he really really felt it and that was due to the community in the flats and we all we were all there with each other we all picked ourselves up and we were all kind of we, we let ourselves grieve you know that way that was the bittersweet thing about it, we let ourselves grieve, and that community was there. Um, but it's hard losing a friend to to anything, you know. When when it's when you when you know you're not going to see them again, it's it's that that bit harder. And you're yeah, looking at that family and, and stuff, and the and the heartbreak is immeasurable, indescribable, um, and it has a lasting traumatic effect on on everyone um, that goes through it. So. I'm just talking there about the two, the two of the boys, Adam and Craig, kind of in that, saying, like, I know we see you in that daydream, so... Could be lying in bed and just thinking, you know, just thinking. Thinking through memories, thinking through the thoughts. Trying to hear that voice, even looking at videos. Looking at something that reminds you of them. And that can be nice, like, it can be... It's hard sometimes to look at it, but it can be nice. Because you had that moment, and that's what we need to keep it as treasure and really, really uh, soak it in. Because we don't know, we don't know when the last time is gonna be. You know that way. So, um, 
so I'm saying God is breeding your legacy and memory so obviously we're, we're keeping keeping them alive through the stories through the memories and the more you talk about them and tell people about them you're keeping that spirit alive and I think that's very important um, even to the younger generation as well like that kind of me- might have a blurred memory or maybe don't remember them as well but we need to tell the kids about about what they what they were like you know so because I feel like they were just the, the two boys were both a presence they were both kind of people you, you'd never forget I, I know you, you hear it all the time like but this is I can't a lot of people are known for a fact would agree with me on that that they had something about them there was some spark in there like when they smiled and when you looked into their eyes it wasn't just eyeballs you were looking at it wasn't just eyeballs looking back at you there was a whole spirit behind that there was a drive and a force and an energy some people have that you can see it in like babies as well if you see a newborn baby or a, a young a young kid and when they smile some some people have that in them that warm kind of energy behind their eyes you know it's like a spark um and i'm sure obviously we've seen uh evil eyes i i, I do say kind of like dark spirited eyes you know that way and, and i think that's a real thing to be honest like but in comparison to that it's the brightest spark you'll ever see in the eyes that i'm trying to describe so there's not a lot of them people about and the two boys were, were definitely uh effective on uh, had an effect on people and it was just great to be around them to be honest um and i'm saying the memories that you left us during childhood and then cheeky smile you had care and a lot of love so the cheeky smile the two of them had the two of them had that that cheekiness about them you know that way that bit of wit that messing kind of culture you know able to throw a bit of stick around and get it back and not take it too serious and that so that's what they both had and and then I'm saying um, everyone that you met would say you can make a dark one a bright a day one of a kind now and you is a true blessing look at the sky see it shine as a true legend so it's just as as that is as simple as it is looking at the sky and, and imagining that they're up there looking after each other you know the two legends that's that's the way i see it and then just that you can make a dark a dark day into a brighter day instantly by just being there um and you can use that as well on these days when you when your people are aren't around anymore that if you're having a dark day just remember them remember how how the funny moments and the happy moments kind of had that effect on you and that lift you back up but it is sad though as well so it's a bit of a catch 22 but i suppose it depends how you look at it glass half empty glass half full and um, but i know for a fact i do everything in my power to never let them let that spirit kind of disappear or anything like that i'll be telling telling i always tell people about them you know that way and try and keep their stories alive and anything funny that happened and stuff so that's the chorus I'm gonna just take a little sip of this tea you know okay so that's me chair squeaking by the way if you can hear that I think I have to tighten the old nails in the 
stop it from squeaking or a bit of WD-40 or something. But um, I had an arrow bar there as well to have with that cup of tea. I'm after forgetting that I had a bar, but I'm not going to eat it because I want to. I'm in this flow. I like uh, I'm enjoying this uh, speaking to you about, about this topic. So, verse 2, I'm going to go straight through it. Definition of a Nikon, ain't no debating it. They even billboarded your face in Fantasia. The boys ask questions, bro, when are you claiming it? No joke, I hope they never go changing it. You and Craig are together, being brothers forever. Sending all the signs, mag poison feathers. Can't imagine all the laughs catching up for the better. He's definitely spraying all the clouds, tagging lazy. He smuggled the PlayStation, he was a sweating Call of Duty. The Clan of Valley G came, I tag Red Rooney. Ranking up the top charts on Black Ops Zombies, easy. He was left with a piece of the place. I'll see us up the road since life is a highway. I have a dream that someday we'll all just fly. Fly away. So, most of that is harmonised and in a rhythm and stuff, but I just wanted to speak it here in its most natural raw form um like a poem almost which it is a poem like you know rap is a poem you know that way obviously you can say it with different uh tones and stuff to make a sound different or make a sound you know uh equivalent to whatever emotion you're trying to put across you're trying to exhibit but verse two so icons definitely the two boys are icons and and with Adam, this line is about uh, Adam specifically, and I'm talking about the even billboard is your face in Fantasia. So, and then the boys ask questions, bro, when are you claiming it? I hope they don't go changing it. So, Adam, uh, I didn't go on this trip, but I think we would have been about probably, probably, probably 12 to 14, maybe, maybe 15, I'm not sure, but we were in this group in a youth club, and um, we, I didn't go on this trip, but a few of the lads went to Fantasia and uh, there was a billboard in Fantasia with some with a kid going down a slide and it was the absolute image it was it is Adam Malone it is Adam Malone in that picture so we got a picture with the picture of him on the billboard and that was just some laugh that was just so funny like when you were, when you found out about that we were all told or, you know you'd hear the story or something you'd look up the picture and it'd add to it and you'd be laughing and that was just absolutely ghastly. I can't. De- I don't know. I don't know why, but it was all them jokes about like you should claim them. You know what I mean? Like they they shouldn't be using your picture like without your permission or that. You know? And um, it was just funny. Like it was one of them things. Um, I know I'm not really saying it in a funny way now, probably, but when it happened, it was gas, and I promise you that. So yeah. Um, his face is on the billboard and they went back again I think and seen it again and it came up again about a year later and yeah it was just that was a funny time like and, and to this day people say it's him and, and uh, yeah you know don't go changing it and when are you claiming it you know when are you going to take that take them to whatever and, and get your kind of <laughs> get your winnings you know that used to be a buzz saying that saying that to him like for a bit of laugh or whatever in the club and stuff, just just having a laugh, you know. About that. Now I move on to you and Craig get together, being brothers forever, and then sending all the signs, Mike, poison feathers. Obviously, uh, 
mag poise have meaning and stuff when you see them and, and if you see a feather on the ground or a feather falling in front of you it's meant to be a sign of, of, of a loved one looking over you and I'm just saying that send us all the signs you can to let us know you're, you're around and looking looking down on all of us you know that way so can't imagine all the laughs catching up for the better he's definitely spraying all the clouds tagging lazy I'm thinking then of them two up there having a laugh Getting up to mad stuff. Uh, maybe not up there. You know. Wherever they are. Wherever they are in this whole universe. I'm sure they're having a great crack. You know. They're having a great time with each other. Um, hopefully looking down on, on the people that. That meant a lot to them. And, and looking after them in that sense. And then. Craig had a Craig had a tag name called called Lazy. He wrote it a certain way. Arrow on the end of the way. You know, it was kind of graffiti style. Tagging up on the walls around the flats and all. And I actually recently got a tattoo on me on my leg on the top of the calf. The way he wrote it. Uh I was just I was just I seen a picture of it and it just again took me back. I could see his hand in my head, I could see his hand writing it and stuff, and he used to write it real fast, you know, snap you with the marker real fast, line it up two second job, not even one second job. And uh yeah, I just wanted to get that on my leg, uh to go in to keep him with me and remember that. And I did I was like, I'm not getting I don't wanna get lazy, you know, on me on my arm or something, you know, in case I don't know, I'll go into the job or something and someone says lazy, you know, like what what's what do you mean by that? <laughs> Getting questioned and all over the tattoo and then I'll just hit them with that story. But anyway, I think the calf was the best place for it. Uh quite sore now, to be honest, on the top of the calf, but I'm I'm glad I got it, I'm glad I have it now. I look down every time and it reminds me straight away of, of what it was intended for, which is what I wanted from it, so I'm grateful for that. And then I'm saying he smuggled the PlayStation. He was a sweating Call of Duty. The Clan of Valley G game. I tag Red Rooney. So we'd all be on Call of Duty. When we were all younger. And uh, the clan was called uh, Ali G. And Craig's tag name. on uh, ta- Not tag name. Craig's username on the PlayStation was Red Rooney. So that was like. A, um, He was ginger. And he's part Man United. So. That was one of the reasons I think why it was Red Rooney. So uh, yeah, yeah, it's mad. Like even just now when I'm when I'm speaking out, I can see the screen. I can see the name on the screen and that thinking back to it playing it. And all. now I wasn't great at Call of Duty. I used to be shooting at the sky and all in the early days and playing with bots, so I could actually get a few kills. And I wasn't there uh, getting killed every two seconds by one of the boys that was slagging me on the on the party or whatever on the headset. But yeah. That was that was great great times back then. Like and uh, at one point, I think he was in the top top. I want to say like the top uh, fifty or the top one hundred or something in the world. Maybe it was a lot higher than that. I can't remember exactly where he was, but Craig was class as zombies, and he was up there in the in numbers of the world. You know, like a high number uh, for for going rounds on zombies, going to high rounds and stuff getting the most kills and stuff like that on the zombies so that was that was a, a little bragging right in itself he had like you know what I mean like if you, say, if you hear Craig's name you definitely hear someone saying like straight after do you know he's such and such a number on you know the, the rankings on zombies that was one of the things like he did he prided himself on that being great at Call of Duty as well 
and then last few lines um uh you left with a piece of the place i'll see you up the road since light was a highway i have a dream that someday we'll all just fly away so craig's uh some one of craig's favorite songs is life is a highway um i think the, the original is actually remix so it's a remix version um so i turned that in that line to kind of put the title of the song into my song uh, as a little a little gesture of, of tribute to that song so and then uh, when when Adam around the time Adam passed away there was a um, uh, that song I had a dream that someday I would just fly fly away away do do that song that song was on a lot that was a uh, played as a um, that was played around the time he passed away and stuff so i wanted to put a little line out of that in the end of the song which is i have a dream that someday we'll all just fly fly away i'm not singing it properly it sounds a lot better in the actual song but yeah that's that's the whole song um glad i got the I'm glad i got to speak to you if you're listening thanks for listening um i'm glad i got to kind of speak about them them topics and stuff, the hard topics to hit. But yeah, I'm, I'm I'm grateful that I can use the energies that I gained from from the two boys and and use it in a positive way and try and direct it um direct it with inspiration to inspire people to mainly inspire people to keep talking about them and keep sharing the stories and keep keep them alive in that sense. But yeah, um, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. That was Memories Track 5. It's out on YouTube. Dara DM, Memories, you'll find it straight away. And yeah, I hope you hope you have a good week. And let me know if you listened. Let me know what you think. Um, if you're enjoying the podcast, if you have any recommendations as how I could maybe make it better or something, or if you want to hear anything else in the podcast, let me know. I'm open to any suggestions. But yeah, uh, I'm going to end it there, so thanks very much, and I'll talk to you after.